Hey there, everybody. This is Scott Grimes. I play Gordon Malloy on the Orville, and you are listening to the Planetary Union Network Orville Fan Podcast. Dig it! This is Joe Quiggle. And I am Michael May. And this is Planetary Union Network, the official Orville fan podcast, back with you for the season finale. Woohoo! <laughs> and what a finale, aka the badass Star Wars episode. Right, yeah. The um, it, we're, we're Star Trek in the main timeline, Star Wars in the alternate timeline. Right, <laughs> right, right. So we uh, jump right in? Yeah. All right. Um, so... Uh, actually, the opening scene, I was getting Rurapente um, uh, vibes right away from uh, Star Trek. Was that six? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All the right. uh, you know the the snow prison planet, um, but we have like these two figures uh, just kind of walking in there, fully masked and stuff. And um, I, I guess I, I kind of right after seeing them, I hoped pretty quickly that it was going to turn out to be Ed and Gordon, but I wasn't really sure. Uh, but sure enough, that's who it is. And uh, they're just scavenging, uh, trying to, uh, well, we, we, we figure out later, we learn later that they're looking for a replicator. There's basically that's that this is their life now. Right. Um, and as they're scavenging, they, they pick up this replicator, uh, the Kalon show up. And uh, we get a little surprise, um, like a new feature of the K-Line that we haven't seen before. Yeah, and I'm, I don't know if this is uh, alternate timeline K-Line weaponry or if they mm. or if their uh, their heads could always pop off and fly and chase people. But yeah, it was pretty cool though. Like I, that was a really cool visual of just like these little K-Line heads, like almost like drones or something, just you know, flying around and mm-hmm. and shooting at folks. And it was it was very exciting. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, so like right away, this is kind of like this cool, like, I mean, even like the outfits that they're wearing and the masks, like, you know, I don't know who designed those, but, uh, they looked really awesome. Um, and just kind of had this kind of gritty, you know, like we said, like kind of Star Warsy feel mm-hmm. to it. Um, but, uh, the, the, the two figures escape to, uh, a, a union, uh, shuttle. And uh, take off their mask, and we see Ed and Gordon, and uh, um, Ed has, you know, got some, uh, I don't know, a few days of uh, facial scruff uh, on him, and um, so definitely, you know, very clearly right away, we are in the in, in the alternate timeline. Yeah, kind of, kind of wouldn't um, thinking about it now. I didn't even think of it at the time. Um, it would have been funny to have a completely clean shaven Gordon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I don't think I don't think Scott uh, Scott's gonna shave anytime soon. So. That would be that would be commitment <laughs> right there. <laughs> uh, but the uh, the Kalon uh, go in pursuit, and uh, we we get to see some more great flying from uh, Malloy. Um, they uh, they find an ice moon and kind of lead the the Kalon fighters into there, and and uh, um, kind of 
you know, more Star Wars-y you know, kind of stuff. Um, I think you mentioned that uh, it kind of reminded you of, like the Death Star trench run. I was thinking mm-hmm. like kind of the uh, the asteroid field in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, um, yeah. When the um, talking when uh, when the cave came up, um, I had that thought of uh, oh yeah, sure. When they when they uh, in the Millennium Falcon flew into the cave, or which obviously wasn't a cave, but yeah, <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> right. I, I really hope I'm not. I can't spoil a. Um, yeah, forget it. I can't spoil a 38-year-old movie. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so and we learned that the uh, the K-Line have wiped out, you know, pretty much uh, half the known galaxy over the last, I think, what is it, nine months? Yeah, it said nine months. Okay. Um, so, yeah, this is, you know, uh, it, I forget if they mentioned it here, if it's later, but, you know, like, Earth is completely destroyed, and, you know, it is... It's bad. It's really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the you have a note here. Ed wants to head to to Calvon. What is that? The, what is uh, that? Calvon, um, episode two, uh, season one, episode two, where they were in the mm. zoo. That was Cal. That was on Calvon. Oh, okay. I didn't. Okay, yeah. Um, you're a way better Orville historian than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so were they just, he was wanting to head there just for entertainment or um, uh, what were you picking up there? I, I, kind of hiding out, I believe is what he said. Okay. All right. Lots of life forms or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they, they connect the replicator <laughs> and then Gordon orders a Twinkie, which uh, Ed is a little <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing, man? It's like, hey, I wanted a Twinkie. <laughs> yeah. Like, you really ordering a Twinkie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, Yeah. Do you want some? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And then they kind of have like <laughs> little miniature food gasms as they're eating it. It's so good. And, uh, I guess while they're doing that, uh, they get yanked out of Quantum and, uh, there's a, like a kind of, big freighter that uh, got him pulled in a tractor beam. And uh, this is something about scavengers. And I think Malloy has a line about they're going to cut off our skin and wear it like a suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was reminding me kind of like a firefly and the reavers. Um, okay. So I was this kind of, again, this is like a really, really you know, much grittier kind of uh, a world than the, the, the clean, you know, Star Trek world that, uh, that we're used to kind of living in. Right. Uh, but fortunately, it's uh, good guys. It's friends. It's uh, well, I guess friends to us. But it's Kelly, Claire, uh, Lamar, and Tala. Yeah, and um, I mean alternate timeline. They they might not have been friendly, but yeah, at true. least uh, <laughs> at least it worked out that way. Yeah, and they all look super dope. They all look really cool in their you know kind of leather you know outfits and stuff. And oh, and Claire's kids are there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they've come looking for Gordon and Ed because again, Kelly is there and this is, uh, you know, the same Kelly who at the end of the last episode kind of remembers her time on the Orville and, and changed the past by refusing to go out on a second date with Ed. And uh, mm-hmm. so she kind of explains what's going on and, and why things are the way they are. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Malloy hears that. And he's got a great line about uh, 
What does he say? <laughs> yeah, is this one of those Krakow ships I've been hearing about? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and so we we we, uh, we get a little bit more of the history there. Um, find out that uh, um, the the memory rate failed, but they they think they've figured out now why it failed, and, and just kind of technobabbly kind of stuff about a protein injection and yada 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 but yeah, i can't they, remember if if um exactly if she was missing it the protein i think it was she was missing the, that yeah protein and it just wouldn't uh cause the memory wipe to fail oh. right right so it wasn't like anything that anybody you know deliberately did or or anybody really messed up it was just kind of a a fluke kind of a thing and, uh, but they figured out how to fix it. So that's kind of what the, the rest of the episode is going to be about is them trying to, um, kind of get what they need to, uh, to get Claire back in time to redo the, uh, the memory wipe so that it'll take this time. Um, and what was that line? <laughs> I laughed a lot at the time, but I forget what the context was where Ed was talking about how to swim with my shirt uh, on. Until- yeah. The context in that was, um, Whenever Kelly was saying that uh, he was he, he was actually you know a captain of a starship and uh, oh yeah, yeah that he had um, you know he saved or he, because he was captain of the Orville he saved everyone from the Kalon yeah and he was like really right <laughs> I had to swim yeah. with my shirt on until I was twenty <laughs> yeah yeah it is pretty amazing that you know it, it, it is like it that all tracks you know from what we know of the timeline is, is um you know, them going out and having that relationship is what got him the captainship of the Orville, which kind of set the tone for, you know, Isaac and his being there and, and introduced him to Claire. Like Claire says, you know, that she kind of took that job because she goes where she's needed and she knew that he was a green captain and, you know, could use some handholding. And, uh, as she said in the pilot episode, and so she was there and she got to know Isaac. And so like all of them together, affected Isaac, which is what ended up saving the, the galaxy. And, you know, it just all is that, that butterfly effect, you know, from, mm-hmm. from Bradbury, it's just, you know, one little thing, a second date, um, you know, ended up saving the universe. Yeah. And you got to wonder, I'm, I'm sure eventually, uh, it, it would ended up with the, um, the Kalon doing the same thing. Uh, but I don't know if the time scale would have been different that, uh, uh, when the ship should have been destroyed in the um, the dark matter uh, field from Priya last season. Oh, mm, yeah. Or even if they would have gotten you know fully abducted into the future. Yeah. Well, I guess they. No. They, it wouldn't have because if they would have been in the yeah. Yeah, I mean, That's I guess right. I there would there would have been no Kalon. Uh, if if we're looking in context, the the, the whole Kalon thing wouldn't have happened or hadn't would not have happened yet anyway in Priya's timeline because everything you know, Earth was still fine. Okay, I'm going like way deep into yeah yeah I've got it into now. Uh, <laughs> yeah I'd rather chew glass yeah, broken glass yeah <laughs> yeah time travel. Stories often <laughs> just make my head spin. Yeah, we'll be here way too long if we. <laughs> um, yeah. So they uh, they mentioned Captain Griffith being the captain of the Orville instead. Of Ed. Is that a character that we know? 
No, not that I'm aware of. Okay, all right. I don't know if they um if they named him for uh, for Howard Griffith. The that's uh, you know we've met him. Um, he was the guy with the really cool glasses. That oh yeah yeah snapped around his neck. Yeah yeah. I'm not sure if they named that for him, but okay. I don't know. So it's Griffith, not Griffin, for anybody who thinks that that was a Peter reference. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they uh, they have a plan, and they're just kind of inviting uh, Gordon and Ed to kind of be a part of it, and they're they're heading down to this uh, um, this planet where there's this underground kind of scattered all over the galaxy, and uh, they get down to this planet, and it's kind of a forest planet. Uh, again, kind of indoory Star Warsy, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a, there's even a bunker, and uh, this <laughs> cool moment. You had the same thought that I did when uh, <laughs> this hole in the bunker door opens and this kind of thing pops out of it. It is very Jabba's palace, yeah. Uh, but it is also very obviously a part of Yavit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lo- I lost it when that when Yavit popped out of that hole. I'm like, oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Yeah. Uh so he lets them in. They go in, they talk to the uh um they're going to go talk to the kind of the leader of the cell of the resistance, and it is Alara. Alara yeah. Which was like amazing. Like I was <laughs> I I just completely took me by surprise. I had no idea she was gonna be in this episode. I had you know, I thought maybe at some point in the future, maybe, you know, if if we get future seasons, then, you know, she comes back, you know, or, or pops up again in cameos, but, uh, but not in this season. I wasn't expecting it at all. Right. But that was super cool. Uh, and definitely like, uh, you get the feeling that she and John have had some kind of a relationship, which seemed like it. Yeah. yeah. Which now makes me sad that we never got to see that because that would have been cool. Although obviously it didn't go very well for them because there's <laughs> there's some tension. Yeah, and it looks like, or it looks like, uh, uh, it sounded like uh, uh, she was doing the uh, the gravity treatments. Right, right. So yeah, she still ended up having the same kind of problem that she did in our timeline, but uh, but is being treated for it. Mm-hmm. Um. So she has, uh, she's got the the protein vial that they need uh, to complete the mind wipe successfully. So that's what, that's what they're there for. Um, and as she gives it to them, the base comes under attack again by the Kalon. Uh, big fight scene, pretty awesome. Uh, more Kalon heads. Uh, A lot more shoot- Kalon heads. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Shooting it out with. Uh, um, you know these kind of rebels <laughs> on this forest <laughs> planet in these kind of cool like uh ponchos <laughs> yeah this is yeah totally not return of the jedi no no not not a bit yeah. uh, <laughs> um and but then as our heroes escape it looks like the base gets blown up um there's a huge explosion mm-hmm. um so and uh i don't know that i guess we don't hear from alara anymore hopefully she got out but who knows yeah that timeline's done so yeah yeah who knows maybe i guess right <laughs> seems like it anyway yeah uh but there is one kalon on the shuttle i'm trying to remember did it, did it sneak in was it already there when they got back to the shuttle 
it was uh it was there in the um by the the helm of the shuttle when they got in okay uh but they take that out pretty pretty easily i guess i mean you know it's kind of a cool uh is this the part i'm trying to remember is this the part where he's like you go low i'll go high it's exactly that part yeah 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 which was pretty cool um and uh so they take it out and uh then there's more uh more space action uh with the Kalon ships pursuing the freighter um and they find a black hole and kind of escape just inside the event horizon uh so just into the part where light can't escape anymore. And I don't know if I missed something or if they just kind of glossed over it, but like, how do you go into the event horizon and not get sucked into the black hole? Ah, I don't know if they explained, if they explained that, I can't remember. Okay. But whatevs. Yeah. Some, cool. Somebody tweet at us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they, if they said something about, about the, uh, how that actually, uh, would work scientifically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess with their scanners and stuff, like the science on this whole part is kind of shaky to me, but I, I'm no scientist, but, uh, they're able to see out somehow, um, at what the Kalon are doing, uh, is the Kalon are kind of looking for them, but not finding them. Yeah. I'm just uh, chalking all that up as they understand things a little bit more than we do. Sure. Now. So yeah. You know, yeah. Suspension of disbelief. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I'm not a nitpicky science kind of a person, obviously. So <laughs> <laughs> however they want to explain it is awesome with me. Um, and I like the time dilation effect where like they're just in there for a couple of minutes, but basically two days are passing. Uh, we keep seeing like the Kalon ships kind of zoom in and zoom out and they're, you know, kind of mm-hmm. keeping up the search for them. Um, and uh, then I guess they, once they get out after the Kalon leave, they decide to head to Earth uh, because they believe they found the Orville and uh, it is at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. Turns out being the actual bottom of the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, like in the Marianas Trench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the worst place it could be. Right. Um, and uh, go ahead. It's definitely... Um... Definitely says something for the uh, the hull integrity of that thing, right? Yeah, I was amazed that uh, like the first time we actually see it, I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but uh, just the fact that it was actually fairly intact uh, was crazy to me. But um, yeah. In the meantime, Lamar is kind of studying the Kalon that they killed to uh, to see if he can access any information. Um, and while they're on the way to earth ed kind of sets up a, another date like a, a a second date well really it is second date for both of them right but um yeah it's technically it's technically the second date for that timeline ed and third date for that timeline Kelly. Sure, yeah cause she had a she had a date or two with him uh on the orville in the future yeah right yeah yeah um but yeah, so he's got like a little candlelight dinner kind of set up in his quarters, and uh, um, it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, um, uh, it's something about Ed uh, commanding the. Uh, yeah, he was his the backstory of this timeline, Ed, that he was the commanding officer of the Epsilon Eridani outpost. Okay, 
And is this one that's come up before, or is that no? That's new? well. I mean, we we we've heard the, you know a bunch of stuff with the Epsilon system, but okay. Um, I think that's the uh, the first time that outpost has come up. Okay, so that's cool because he talks about yeah. So he's still kind of he was pursuing a command path, um, and he even says at one point that he kind of got close to commanding a ship a couple of times, mm-hmm. but it just it kind of never worked out for him. Um, but it was still something he was interested in. So, um, yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure what to make of that. Cause like, I know like in our timeline, he, uh, he kind of sabotaged his own career a little bit just because he was, you know, kind of grieving over his divorce. Um, and, uh, but it looks like it was never going to be like, it was an easy road for him yeah. to, to get into his chair. Like it was always like, he was never going to be like, you know, Kirk or Picard or somebody like that. He just kind of, it came naturally to him. Right. Yeah. Um, which is cool. That's part of like, what I like about the show is like his kind of struggling with his doubts as a, as a leader. Um, and yet being so good at it too. So that's good. Um, so Lamar figures out that the K-Line are all connected to each other through this kind of central network. Um, and, uh, so he, he can basically, because they have this K-Line that they've killed, like that kind of gives him some kind of access to, uh, to communicate with, um, the, uh, the other Kalon, although we don't know yet exactly how they're going to use that. Um, they get to Earth, and it is nasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, totally, totally gray and devoid of all vegetation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can still kind of see the shapes of continents, but they're even those are modified. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and uh, we, we can see the moon, which has been kind of blasted apart. Mm-hmm. Um, reminded me of Thundar the Barbarian, but that's just because I've been watching that lately. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they they scan, they find the Orville. It's at the bottom of the Marianas Trench. They uh, so they take the shuttle down, um, and they know everything is gone. Like all life has been wiped out. They don't see any fish. They don't see any other you know kind of animal life. Um, and uh, as they kind of keep going down the shuttle starts to kind of creak and uh and lose its integrity um they dock it just in time pressurize the shuttle bay like and this is kind of a surprise to me like i, I fully expected that like there'd be no power um, yeah yeah i was surprised bit. as well that there was there was some power on the ship yeah uh but enough I guess to do that. And as we'll find out in a minute, just, you know, there was still some life support going on in there too. Um, but it's kind of cool when they're exploring the ship and it's all deserted and, um, you know, there's wreckage and it's just, it's, it's pretty creepy. Yeah. I wouldn't want to have to be the guy that cleaned that set up after that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I was thinking about that since <laughs> we've actually been on that set and it's so pristine. Uh, most of the time it's like, Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. That's some, you know, pull out some heavy duty vacuums to, uh, yeah. to get that back into shape. <laughs> Won't somebody please think of the carpet. <laughs> uh, but they, um, yeah, there's still somebody on board. They, they detect a life sign. And, um, like I was not 
and you know my, my brain just doesn't think this way but i wasn't like keeping track of like who we had accounted for yeah yet on the show so when they go to the the bridge and it's bordas i'm like oh of course we haven't seen bordas yet but i was not like anticipating that uh, were you like were you kind of wondering where bordas was all this time i yeah but i mean i didn't know maybe he wasn't even on the ship yeah you know, right I don't, I don't you know with the way the timelines have gone you know he could have possibly just had still been on mockless or sure who knows yeah yeah and uh we got a um which would have been the first time that this in that this uh um universe uh ed had said the line where uh he asked Holland <laughs> to open that jar of pickles <laughs> right right which was funny and they it was kind of like Okay, yeah, this is something that he would say because, you know, obviously. But yeah. also kind of sad that it's not a Lara that he's saying it to. <laughs> um but yeah, so but so she opens the the bridge doors for them and there's Bordas inside and um he's he doesn't look great. He doesn't look bad, but he's he's a little thinner. Yeah, he doesn't look uh, he doesn't look bad for for 9 months of uh little food. Right. But, you know, it, when it all comes down to it, he could have probably eaten chairs and <laughs> That's what I was thinking. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. if it had to happen, he probably right. could have eaten some, eaten some of the ship. Oh, how cool that would have been if it was like a, a, a seat with a bite out of yeah. it. <laughs> like half eaten. <laughs> um, but we find out that Clyden and Topa uh, headed to Mockless and... Uh, um, which, you know, got me thinking about like, there probably was never any conversation about Topa's gender in yeah, this time. Yeah. It was just, it would have been just completely normal for them to just have the operation and just not even brought it up. Um, but unfortunately we find out that Machmas was destroyed. So they're, they're likely gone in this timeline. Uh, I'm sure, there, I'm, I'm sure there are some people who, uh, who didn't mind that uh, that Clyden got off in that timeline, but yeah, yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> I still like. I I really hope that we get more seasons and that Clyden is somehow redeemed. Um, I don't know if that's what's going to happen, but I, if, if he's going to stay around, I I really hope that he starts to kind of see the, see the light after <laughs> or sooner than later. Right. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm on board. Uh, so Lamar gets, uh, some power going to the ship again. And, uh, uh, there's a little conversation about whether or not Ed's going to sit in the chair. He doesn't really feel comfortable doing it. And, uh, they talk him into it. And, uh, so we got him in the main chair and, you know, Kelly sitting next to him in her chair and, um, they, they get the ship going, they get back to the surface. Uh, and, uh, you have a note here about how cool that shot is. They break the surface. I agree. That was really neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of, you know, we see the surface of the water and like the shadow kind of like coming up from below, and then it kind of resolves itself into the outline of the orbital. And yeah, so, it was so. almost like a whale breaching the, uh, yeah, the surface. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, the uh, the uh, the Aronov device, which has kind of come up, um, uh, well, it certainly was a part of last episode and. Um, actually, I was just rewatching the um, with my family. We we rewatched the uh, the 
the Isaac and uh, Claire romance episode just not too long ago. And, and Isaac was working on the Aeronauf device even in that. So it's like, it's been kind of like this thing going on, like kind of, they've been planting the seeds for this, like all season long, which is kind of cool. But, uh, um, in this timeline, he had not, uh, like they didn't have all the, the information that they needed for the Aeronauf device. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and Isaac, as you would expect has been like, once his mission was completed, he was returned to KO and he was disassembled. Um, but his, uh, his, um, yeah. you know, that, that data is still there. It exists in the network. And so as we'll find out, Lamar thinks he can kind of figure out, you know, find those files and, and access that. Um, but in the meantime, uh, with a really cool scene with Ed and Kelly, uh, in the mess hall. And, uh, he offers her a drink and, and, uh, um, they just kind of have a little, I still talk about like this timeline and, and what happens if this mind wipe doesn't work. And she has a really cool little line about like how she kind of feels terrible about it, but it might not be the worst thing in the world if they just have to kind of keep going. Mm-hmm. This, um, and, uh, it's just a really sweet conversation. And, you know, they're talking about like, going and finding a place to live in secret. And she says, I'm like, like having a nice little house on a deserted planet, maybe have a couple of kids and uh as says we'd have to learn how to farm and how to cook and she says look at the sunset every night and he says look at you every morning and just yeah. a really sweet expression on his face as he says it and and um it kind of reminded me a little bit so you and i have both seen adventures in game and so i'm just gonna throw up a spoiler warning maybe if you haven't seen it yet listener and and you want to remain unspoiled just fast forward i don't know like 30 seconds here or something but um it, it reminds me of in Endgame. Tony and Pepper have like this conversation that's kind of similar to this about like as horrible as life has turned out uh, for the planet Earth um, after the snap. It's they've gotten lucky, right? And they've kind of have this this nice little life that they built. They've got they've got this little girl, and and it's just things are kind of actually going well for them. Um, yeah. Actually, kind of. You know, and and so they have this conversation about like how, you know, what is our responsibility to the rest of the world versus our responsibility to kind of like us and, and this little family that we've got. Um, and that's kind of what this reminded me of, too, um, with Ed and Kelly. And it reminded me or it just I was thinking about. You know, like some of these some of the earlier episodes, like the last episode um, with, uh, you know, Kelly coming forward in time, but also. um like even Gordon's episode where he falls in love with Leighton Meester. Um, like there's these, one of the recurring themes on the show is about like the choices that we make and, um, and, and just how we, uh, you know, the, who we are is kind of a, the result, um, of these choices and how we just kind of have to move forward mm-hmm. even when we have bad choices yep. and, and just kind of learn to live with it. And, and so there's like, part of that because they're kind of figuring this out and figuring like what can we build what kind of life can we build out of this um if this doesn't work um you know really fits into that theme of of like you know okay this is where we are let's make something beautiful out of it and i thought that was really neat um at the same time they also feel like they have this responsibility to the whole galaxy because there's this bigger you know the the, it's not just them two right 
So I don't know. It was just a really cool tension. Um, and uh, they didn't talk about it too much. Like they, their heads are in the right place. Their hearts are in the right place. They always wanted to do what was right for the universe. Um, but I just, I like that little bit of sweetness of like, you know, we could actually make something beautiful, uh, even if it amongst all of this. Um, so again, Lamar thinks he can find Isaac and, uh, download his consciousness, uh, into the kind of the Kalon head that they've got captured. Uh, he does it. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so we actually, we hear Isaac's voice again and he is uh just you know <laughs> as much of a butthole as he ever yeah. was <laughs> yeah yeah um, yep yeah the uh, and, the 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 isaac that we uh not that that we've uh kind of not cared too much for from the <laughs> from, <laughs> from you know the uh, uh identity uh two-parter before he mm-hmm. redeemed himself Right. Um, was uh, was back in force, <laughs> in yeah, briefly, but and uh, and they were concerned too about um, accessing him, and, and they knew that as soon as they did that, then the Kalon would be able to kind of track them back and figure out where they are. And and Isaac even says it because we have found you, which is pretty terrifying in that moment. It's yeah. like, oh crap! Like you guys got to get moving. Yep. Yep. And, yeah. More more tension. Right. Uh, but Lamar kind of gets what he needs. Um, and, uh, he, um, powers, uh, the, uh, the, what was it called again? The, the Aeronob, Aeronob device. Yeah. The Aeronob device. Um, and like in the last episode, it takes a lot of power to get that thing going and, and they almost don't do it. And, um, but, and, and the Orville, we actually end up seeing the Orville explode. Yeah. This, this uh, you know, this universe Orville is pretty damaged. Right. So. Right. Um, and then right after that, we have Kelly waking up again in the bed in her apartment, just like in, uh, at the end of the last episode. Um, and it, it, they, they kind of fooled me a couple of times because she kept, like, I wasn't really sure, like, is she waking up? The first time I thought, okay, is she waking up in her apartment? Is she waking up in the Orville? And, okay, just yeah, she, back to her apartment. That's exactly kind of what I was thinking. Um, when she woke up in bed instead of the floor, I was like, okay, well, this is, you know, this is different. Mm, and then, mm. you know, she gets the cup of coffee, but then she disappears. Right. And then reappears on the floor. And they're like, oh, okay. So this was, th- this was, you know, 30 seconds before the time travel. Yeah. And then we, yeah. So then we had the time travel part when, and then she would come back after the time travel part. Um, and then Claire appears. Right. Right. Okay. Um, and then she injects the protein, which starts the wipe and, uh, and then Claire disappears again. And then Kelly wakes up one more time. (laughs) Yeah. And now the phone's ringing and it's Ed. And, uh, and we have the whole thing where he's like, this, this is, uh, I didn't write down his line, but something like this is, this is kind of not what the cool guy playbook tells you (laughs) to do, but I just really enjoyed spending time with you i'd like to go out again and uh, this time she says yes yeah and i um under the assumption obviously you know if we get a season three you know hopefully <laughs> we mm-hmm. we they maybe they'll explore it and or maybe things might be a little different who knows but uh, yeah. um we are left with the assumption 
that with the way that uh Dr. Finn and the uh, the mind wipe um little head unit device thing uh, mm-hmm. the way it disappears uh leads you to believe that that timeline does not exist anymore yeah yeah i think it was really interesting though like we i didn't think about this until later but we never see our orville this entire episode it's like, true. It, it, not a single frame uh takes place in the timeline that we know or the, in the not in the time yeah not in not in that time period of of our present on our orville um right. and so you know, it, it does, like you said, there's, there's some clues as to kind of what may have happened, but, um, you know, it also kind of leaves a little ambiguous, I think, what the relationship is between this timeline and our timeline. Like, you know, whether one overwrites the other or they now parallel time streams that exist simultaneously or or what. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, But I just I thought that was a really actually kind of cool choice to mm-hmm. this whole thing is from the perspective of this alternate timeline. And when when it's over it's over right and that's it that's it for season two that is it and uh so we were hoping that maybe we'd have some news on season three by the time we recorded this but we don't so we have no announcement for season three can't uh can't say one way or the other we hope uh, that it's coming, but yeah, that, we're, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, we're not we're not in these negotiations, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't know what's going on. Yeah, uh, we'll I'm sure do some kind of a an episode or something, and just at least get back on for a few minutes if it if it happens and celebrate. Yep. So uh, with that, um, we're continuing on as if there's going to be another season. I guess. Um, or at least just kind of still bring some some Orville to people, whether it's wrapping up or or uh, just filling the void for a hiatus. Uh, having uh, we're scheduling some t- uh, some time with uh, composer Andrew Cotty, cool. uh, which will be three of the four composers. Nice. Uh, we still need to get uh, John Debney, but um, and uh, Lex Kassar. So John's. Uh, Son, who does the concept production art. design? Right? Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and then another round with uh, with Brandon Fayette and Brooke Noska, the um, you know at, at SFX and VFX. Well, cool. a few of those people. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, that's basically it. So, uh, if you're not already, follow us on Twitter at Planetary underscore Union. Facebook, find us at Planetary Union Network. We are also on Instagram at Planetary Union Network and website planetaryunion.net. So until next time, which there will be of some way. (laughs) (laughs) We're at least going to be back for some more episodes. (laughs) So until then, Jaloja.
Media Production.